Is 24 years old too old to trick-or-treat? No. Okay. You're never too I, I wasn't asking You're for never too old to trick-or-treat. I was mainly asking for a friend. It really wasn't for me, but um, right. thanks for the insight. I mean, it's okay if you want to go trick-or-treat. Like, it's totally fine. Well, it's... It wasn't me. It was just another 24-year-old that I was asking for. All right. Just saying. Um, the other day, I was at my sister-in-law's house, and I went to use the restroom. And they had some kind of apparatus on the toilet there. I wasn't sure what it was. Like I was looking at it, and it had this little lever on the side. An apparatus? On the... Yeah. Yeah, an apparatus on the, on the toilet. Okay. What that isn't normally on a toilet I use. So mm-hmm. I was like, it had a little lever on the side, so I... Some you know, generally curious person. I, I turned the lever, and uh-huh. when I turned the lever, I was like, "All right." It was kind of a delay. Then all of a sudden, this little rod comes out of the middle of the apparatus on the toilet and starts shooting high pressure water all over me. Oh no! Like it soaked my shirt, my shorts, like everything. I was like, "What the heck?" And it was turns out it was a bidet. Yeah, a bidet. Yeah, it was actually know, a bidet. Like I actually know bidet. I know all about bidets. Do you, Sam? Mm-hmm. I just found out what they were 30 minutes ago. Because <laughs> you told me what it was. <laughs> well, that's okay. Not everyone uses bidets. <laughs> but yeah, I just completely soaked my clothes with this bidet. And, and what was I had to the... like fran- frantically turn it off. Yeah. Well, how, well, how would you rate your overall experience with a bidet? I've never. Uh, it wasn't great for my first time using. Like I, I didn't use it appropriately. I don't think. I think the closest I've ever come to using a bidet. Yeah. Is maybe like, um, me and my brother pressure washing the driveway, and I turn my back for a second. Yeah. And he, you know, sprays me. Yeah. And it is like really close to my butt. Yeah, it's a pretty similar feeling. Similar experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it is higher pressure than you think it would be. Like, it was, like, such a comedic delay. It just, like, slowly extended. <laughs> and then I was, like, and then it was even an even longer delay. And I was, like, what's going on with this? What is this? And all of a sudden, it just starts shooting water up out of the toilet all over me. <laughs> what would you say the use of a bidet is equivalent to how many wipes? Oh, uh. Because you get some, I mean. Think, Some poops are just like a one wiper. I think like ten wipes. Wow. Considering okay. that bidet, the pressure that thing had is like going through one of those really nice car washes. They might be on to something with that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean it's I mean I, I get I get it. I get it though. You know, it was it was very high uh, very high pressure bidet. Yeah. Top of the line. So nice. I give it that, but Work, work, all week long, punching that clock, dust to dawn, counting the days to Friday night, that's when all the conditions are right for a good time. I need a good time. Yeah, I've been working all week and I'm tired, I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun, it's time for a good time. I cash my check, clean my truck, put on my hat, forgot about work, sun going down, head across town, pick up my baby and turn it around, good time. What's up, greenie babies? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's the Halloween episode. Properly frightened, mate. Oh, Hallow's Eve. 
And this is episode 13, isn't it? It is. 13, in it? Spooky. <laughs> I'm scary. <laughs> so spooky. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the Halloween episode. Our, for our inaugural... Ina- <laughs> <laughs> that is ina- inaugural. 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 First annual. The f- it's not a fir- it's not an annual if it's the first. Well, it's the well, inaugural. That, I, think, I think the first annual implies that there is the intention. Nah, 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 to do it nah. it's like the year. second annual. It can be a second annual, but I don't think you can have a first annual. Okay. I think that's what you call a paradox. I, I think it's a um, it's a philosophical difference, but I'm yeah. willing to put it to the it's side. It's inaugural. Inaugural. Yeah. The inaugural Halloween episode. Yeah. I have a Halloween soundboard. If you can't tell, yeah, give us a give us a couple more that you got. A couple more. Um, I got chainsaw. <laughs> this one's this one's called Ghost Walking. It has like a chain. Oh yeah. This one's called Bad Surprise. That sounds like a movie, right? Where they would put the jump scare. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the point. But I love Halloween. <laughs> this is your time of year, man. I think it's my your fa- time to shine. I, I think it's my favorite holiday. Um, didn't you say you had a a story to share with me about the Thirteenth Gate the other day? Oh, no. Sam, why <laughs> did you bring this up? Is this a sore subject? It or is. did you want to discuss off pod? No, I'll. It's out in the open now, so I'll. <laughs> it's too I'll late to retract. Have to go into it. Well, last weekend, my wife, my sister in laws and I, we all decided to go to the Thirteenth Gate. If you oh, don't we know what the Thirteenth Gate is, it's like supposedly the most haunted, haunted house experience in the country they advertise it is one i would say it is one of the top ones in the country yeah it's a lot of fun it's right here in baton rouge so we got our tickets and you know you go in the groups you go in groups you go with the group you show up with well the group in front of us was some rambunctious i would say early high schoolers late middle schoolers Mm, okay and you know so like me just like 10 years ago probably and we were behind them Throughout the entirety of the of the 13th gate. Well, the 13th gate has this area that it is a graveyard. Kind of like big mausoleums and people jump out of the graves and things like that. It's a lot of fun. Well, as we're coming around one of the bins, one of the teenagers jumps out of the mausoleum and goes, and verbatim says, Rar. Does this, Rar. And I jump. I jump like the hardest I jumped all night. And this dude starts like clowning me. Him and his friends all like him and his friends all laughing at no. me. I was like, oh my god. I was like, I was about to commit like some child abuse crime. I was so embarrassed. I could not believe it. And like they're like They really caught you laughing. Yeah. And it, it was it was all these kids and they're they were all <laughs> these, these you could tell they were like well-off kids oh uh, yeah but they all talk like oh god that did not you know like like uh, like an actual like person working on a haunted house was scary mm-hmm. they're like oh god you didn't scare me dog like you ain't shit like just talking talking trash to all the little 
like the scares, like the yeah, people working yeah. in a haunted house, like they're Chirping. literally walking around with their like flex, like with their chests, like with their chest <laughs> puffed out. Uh, I think I think maybe they and then one of them scared me. Kid had to weigh like eighty five pounds, <laughs> tiny dude. Be like, hey, hey, man, um, you want to get your neck snapped right now? Yeah, just pick him up and just throw him like a javelin out of the haunted house. You make him sign a uh, non disclosure agreement, yeah, NDA that they can't tell anyone. Yeah, but yeah, that was very embarrassing. It really hurt that I got. That would that would suck your soul and, right out. And of all you. their I'm all their friends laughed at me. So <laughs> not a great experience at the Thirteenth Gate. It's not a great experience being clowned by 14-year-olds when you're 14. Yeah. But when you're in your 20s. It's worse, I think. It's way worse. It's you're be. like, I'm an adult. Yeah. I'm an actual adult. I'm, <laughs> I'm 27 years old. And this kid's laughing at me right now. I'm sorry, man. I, I'm sorry I brought that up. It's all right. I mean, it's, it helps to talk about it. Yeah. It really so, does. I mean, is there, is, is there anything else you want to talk about? Like, are you okay? I mean, I... I replay it every day in my mind, and if I ever see that kid again anywhere in public, there might be an issue. <laughs> I guess you could say it might be a problem. Yeah, it but, would be. Uh, you know, it would be on site if you saw him. I would say so, but you know, I just have to take it a day at a time. Is a minor setback for a major comeback? I, I hope so. Hopefully, next year when I go to the Thirteenth Gate, it does not happen again. Yeah. What Maybe if the same kid scared me again? Like, <laughs> yeah. I run into this like this kid just tortures me every Halloween. Um, it's like an Doyle situation from Billy Madison. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, that's, that's traumatizing yeah. to say the least. That's probably that was probably the worst yeah. experience you had um, that night. No. Even apart from all the scaring. Yeah, the scared wasn't that though. That was way worse than all the scaring. <laughs> I've never actually been to the Thirteenth Gate. Oh, what a baby. How many times have you been? This is my second time. I'm actually a little bit scared. But out of the two, that, out of the two scares. Halloweens I've lived in Baton Rouge, I've went twice. Dang. So. Uh, yeah, I've had all my life to go, and I've never been. Yeah. Because um, you're scared. I, scared. I genuinely, I will put. Scaredy cat. I'm the first to put my hand up. I get really scared, like jump scares. Oh. I don't really handle them that well. Oh. It makes me like really anxious. Yeah, that's kind of the point. And I, I don't like it. I just don't like it. It's okay. But I'm happy to um, to celebrate Halloween with you. I mean, we, we had a really good Halloween costume last year. Oh, you're talking about us? Yeah, we had yeah. <laughs> Ours was good. It was. We'll have to uh, we'll have to share that. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's actually uh, the, it's actually the cover of uh, uh, the podcast. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's that's, the, that's right. our costume on the cover. <laughs> That'll be our easiest uh, uh, King One and episode King Two. Uh, yeah. artwork to date. That was a. That was definitely a good That costume. was a really good costume. I like but, that. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about our favorite costumes we've had besides that one. That's besides one of my favorites. Yeah. But would you, you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, you can go first. Okay. So mine is from college. I think it was the first Halloween my wife and I were dating. She was my wife at the time. She was my girlfriend. Mm. And she came up with this great idea. Let's be Paula Deen and Butter. So... I was like, all right, that's fine. You know, good idea. So she made the butter costume, and then we decided, well, the revelry, the, you know, the bar, the rev. The only bar. The rev, as the locals call it, in Ruston, has their right. annual Halloween competition. First place gets $1,000 cash. 
And in college, a thousand dollars. It was a thousand dollars. Yes. Surprise. Yes, a thousand dollars in cash in college that. is. That's an absurd amount of money. Yes, exactly. Everybody's eating. Exactly. Well, we're... The whole squad eating. We thought we had a good shot at it. Well, there's all these crazy rules, so... (laughs) We showed up at the bar to sign up for the contest. We showed up at the Rev at 9. 9 p.m. That place stays open till 2 (laughs) p.m. You mean a.m.? 2 a.m. 2 a.m. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. 9 p.m. to the following 2 p.m. <laughs> yes, it's a People are time. just off their off their socks, pissed drunk at 11:30 a.m. on a school day. Okay, but so whatever. We get there at 9 p.m. and it closes at 2 a.m. Yeah. And four hours in that bar is an eternity. Yeah, I've well, I've been. Well, twice. I'll say four hours because the. The costume contest wasn't till 1 a.m. Oh they did gosh. not start till 1 a.m. So I have to hang out in this bar. And let me describe the butter costume. So Kelly. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. Well, no, oh, yeah, well, for, the, for the podcast. <laughs> here. So Kelly's costume is she's dressed like old lady that would cook. She has like an apron on, a little gray wig. And, you know, she's dressed in regular clothes just with yeah. an apron. She has a little wooden spoon. Well, I'm dressed as a big stick of butter. So I'm in a rectangular box wrapped in plastic with butter written on it well when kelly made the costume instead of cutting the hole at the top of the box where my head sticks out the top she cut it in the front of the box so i had to stick my head through the front (laughs) you see what i'm saying yeah yeah so i had to navigate the bar probably on the most crowded night of the year in this butter costume being strangled with all with no depth perception like I, no, I mean peripheral vision. I could not see anything besides straight ahead. Yeah. So I was just wandering around all night. I just knew that I was going to bump into the wrong dude, mm-hmm. and he was going to be in the wrong mood, and I was just going to get beat to death while I'm stuck in this box of butter, not able to, not being able to defend myself. Yeah. It was going to be like some Pike roid raging. <laughs> You bump into yeah. him. He, he beats he, you to death. Catches a man's He PR'd charge. on that deadlift that day. Yeah, this dude was. He's really amped. He was ready for Halloween at the Rev. Exactly. Dude was ready so, to go. He probably has his best football, the best like classic NBA jersey on. Yeah, yeah. That's his costume. Or his uh his workout shirt with the sleeves torn down like yes. all the way to his waist. Yes. He just came straight from the gym to and the Rev. Yeah, he was. His Halloween costume was himself. Yes. He he thought he was too cool to wear a costume on Halloween, so yeah. he came to Rev and paid the thirty dollar cover charge <laughs> at midnight. It was thirty dollars no, on Halloween. The farther the night goes on, oh my gosh, the 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 cover goes up. So by like eleven, it's thirty to thirty five dollars. Wow. And if you're paying that much money to get into a bar, you need to be in jail. You better have the time of your life. <laughs> yes, and you're not gonna have the time of your life. So we're there this whole time. I've had this whole costume on, just miserable. And eventually they start like picking people to come on stage, and I've been going around all night to talking talking to people I know because it's cr- like crowd noise and stuff. It's like, please cheer for us. Like, we want to win. We think we got a shot because we're mm-hmm. seeing all the other costumes. I tell you, we did not even get on stage. I was dressed as a stick of butter. I, I didn't get on stage. You know what was on stage? Do you want to know what's on stage? Tell me. Um, slutty. This is the exact name <laughs> of the costume. Slutty angel. <laughs> The that second one was like sacrilegious. The Mario Brothers. That's, that's or B- Luigi and Mario. Yeah, I don't think yeah, their last yeah. names are Mario. Mario, Mario, <laughs> Luigi, Mario, and then a one night stand. A girl dresses a nightstand. 
and we didn't even get on stage. And at that point, I was like livid. I was not in the mood. I just wanted to go home and go to sleep. Well, we stayed to see who wins. One night stand wins. And this dingus, as soon as she wins, she says, I'm buying shots for the whole bar. Blows her $1,000 on the spot. Oh. I'm like, I was that, at that point, I was like, Kelly, we're leaving. This is 1 a.m. <laughs> we have been in this bar for four hours. Do you know how long four hours is in, in any bar? Yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever done that, to be honest. It's terrible. Yeah. It was the worst time. So I get so mad. We storm out. I get in the rightfully park, so. I get in the parking lot. I rip the costume off of me and just chunk it in the ditch. And then we get in Kelly's car, like spinning rocks in the parking lot. <laughs> like go home. Like like these people are just watching. I just like stormed out and just like tore the costume off and threw it. Yeah. Hey. And just left just, it in the ditch at Rev. You just knew your worth. I did. I knew we should have at least That's been on the stage. Thing. We should have been in the hunt for the money, yeah. and they never even considered us. Ridiculous. And I've held a grudge against that bar ever since. Boycott Rev. Boycott Rev. No one go to. No one listening to this go to Rev on Halloween. We'll show them. This is my revenge. We went to Waffle House afterwards, and I was still like furious in Waffle House, and they're like, <laughs> "Calm down." I had like, <laughs> I had one of the most epic Twitter just tirades of my life. I was just yeah. shooting off tweets for like an hour and a half straight just about how the contest is rigged <laughs> everyone else's costume sucked i was so mad that's awesome because i really needed that money yeah i was dep- like that money was in the bank when i show like i had it already spent yeah, yeah. <laughs> you already had grand plans for it exactly so that was waiting to that was my favorite halloween room. costume it really was my favorite costume that I mean, the pictures are of, it, of it are awesome. Yeah, it's actually, great, there was a, a a Twitter account, People of Rev, and so you what, you made it on there. Yes, I made it, and it was nice. just like said, "Sir, would you please butter my biscuit?" That was the caption. Nice. So I give it that. And it was just me, like it was light it was seven. from super far away. I didn't even know they took it. It was from, oh, it was from they, across the bar. They sniped you, and I was just standing there, just like blankly staring, like <laughs> at the stage by myself. No one I knew was around me. I was just standing there by myself and in my butter costume. So. Mm-hmm. But it was a great costume. I will give it that. So that's the story of the Paul Dean and Butter. That's a good one. What do you got? I What's like your that. favorite? Um, I think my favorite is, have you seen a picture of the one where I dressed up as uh, as just like Catholic school girl, Britney Spears? <laughs> yes, yeah. In college? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was probably my favorite one. And I was like borrowing borrowing clothes like from all all of my friend girls to like yeah. wear in this friend girls <laughs> friends that are girls friend friends girls. That are girls um but i have like a blonde wig like a uh a khaki jumper yeah um like a white like really tight short sleeve button up but i was yeah. wearing like a pink like zip up jacket over yeah. it and um like some bright colored shoes and um that one was really a hit. Everybody, everybody yeah. kind of loved that one. They had a, I think it was like a little Halloween party at Cordner uh, Roommates' house. Mm-hmm. But that I, remember, one, I remember the pictures. Yeah, that one was. A I hit. think I was out of school. But There's uh, a video of me going, "It's Britney, bitch." Yeah, I remember the video. I saw <laughs> the video. I think somebody sent it to me. And uh, so that was a good one. And then one of them from my childhood that is still just really funny is I had this like, I had this frog costume. And I kept recycling it through oh, the yeah. years, but I would like, I grew, I was growing a lot. And so at one point, <laughs> at one point I was wearing it and I, th- I must've been like, 
I honestly, I don't even know. Maybe like 11. Yeah. And uh, and my arms are like six or six it's inches, like, eight inches. It's like three quarter long. It's like a three quarter inch. Like exactly, exactly. Sleeve. It only comes like three quarters down my arm. Yeah. <laughs> and my legs are sticking out super <laughs> far. <and it's>, yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. I wore it for way too long. I'll have to dig up a, uh, Dude, a picture of that. When I was a little kid, my uh, my memo. My grandmother, I call her mm-hmm. my mail. She used to make all my costumes. She sewed a lot. Oh, you told me that. Yeah. So she would get the patterns from Walmart or wherever she got her sewing patterns from, and whatever yeah. I wanted to be, she would make it. But the the catch was most of the costumes were like solid cotton, like pure <laughs> cotton, dripping and sweat. It doesn't get very cold on Halloween here. It does not. Usually it's it kind of it's kind of like sweltering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, my parents would we would go trick or treating around like people live around a li- and I would just by the end of the night I would just be like the sweatiest little Power Ranger, <laughs> the little Blue Ranger, just like pouring sweat. My like, costumes like out. all dirty and stuff. But she made some good costumes. When I was a kid. She made me a Jedi robe when uh, the prequels came out. I was nice. uh, Obi Wan from the Phantom Menace. Did you have a Jedi? I had the rat tail. Yeah, nice. I had it. And then nice. uh, actually, I won the very first Halloween contest I was ever in when I was one year when I was a baby. <laughs> at, at my parents' church, they dressed me up as a little scarecrow, and nice. I and I won the costume contest. That's probably why you had such high expectations. I know because I was one for one. It spoiled you. It did, and uh, so and I ruined the streak. Yeah. So. Couldn't deliver. I could not deliver. It's a shame, really. No, I really couldn't. Twisted teas. Let's talk about some scary stories. Let's do it. It's Halloween. I mean, yes. Oh, why not? Hallow's Eve. I love saying that. Hallow's Eve is Halloween, right? Or is it the day uh, before Halloween? I I don't actually know. Isn't there like a term for the night before Halloween, like? Uh, there's a... Somebody at work, they said they were called, like, Mischief Night in New England or somewhere, which is, like, a very New England thing. When the kids go roll people's houses and just cause all kinds of mischief. Um, I don't actually know the answer to that, but isn't there, like, a... Oh, All Saints Day, but that's November 1st. I think that's a Catholic thing. Probably. (laughs) But there's a... There's a... Oh, All, All Hallows Day is what it's also called. Uh, Halloween? No, All Saints Day is oh, also called... The day All, after Halloween. It's called All Hallows Day. Oh. But it's, um... Oh, is it the same day as Halloween? No, Halloween's... Uh, the first day of November is not Halloween. Oh, it, no, Halloween is Saturday. Yeah, Halloween, yeah. Which is the day before. Uh, Halloween's October day. 31st. So it goes Halloween is on That's Saturday. That's why it's Hallow's Eve. Oh, Hallow's Eve. Ah. Because the day after is Hallow's Day. Yep, yep. Ha, ha, ha. That makes sense. Learned a little history here. Heard from the Green Bean Boys. The yep. Fried Green Bean Boys. We, uh, this is some L- investigative little edu- journalism. A little education. Yeah. Little, little did you know facts. Oh, my phone died. Just <laughs> need to look up something. I was trying to check fantasy, but... <laughs> It'll be there. It's all right. We have some professional obligations. I'm probably losing. But you had a scary story you'd like to tell? I do have a scary story. It's um, the time that I've definitely been the most scared in my entire life. Yeah. And what had happened was um, there's a place in Shreveport called 
the Caddo Parish Pea Farm, mm-hmm. short for Penal Farm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> penal. <laughs> penal. Dude, dude, dude. Penal. <laughs> um, but anyway, this place is supposedly haunted. It used to be like one of those agriculture prisons, basically. Yeah. Kind of like a Angola, mm-hmm. where they like farm and it's yeah. like self-sufficient, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I picked that up. But like a long time ago, yeah. You know, when like the human rights conditions were probably not where they are now. Yeah. And yeah, I don't um, know what a penal farm is. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, allegedly, this place, like a bunch of inmates, like died there. Yeah. And now haunt the place. Okay. But it's like in the woods. Um, in like just outside of Shreveport, closer yeah. to uh, like it's in like the industrial part. It's like on the west side by like Green Green Greenwood Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Uh, going out, going outside of Shreveport. Shout out Ratchet City. Yeah, sh- shout out, man. <laughs> wonderful, ci- wonderful city. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, me and a group of other guys, um, Chance Allen was in on this crew. We yeah. went to. Of course, he was. <laughs> we decided to go there one night like late at night yeah we like drove over to Shreveport and we had to park like right off the road and we like backed our friend's truck up into the woods basically yeah. to like try to conceal it from the road yeah cause it's on it's actually on the property of like a GE plant now yeah. and they own the land and they put up a bunch of no trespassing yeah. signs but anyway you have to go you basically, you can find the GPS coordinates of it online, and yeah. you have to, like, walk to the GPS coordinates in the woods. Wow. And it's, like, super scary, like, yeah. at night. It's already, like, you know, and it's, like, really uh, dark. Yeah, intense. And it's, uh, there's a lot of trees, and it's just, it's a really creepy feel, especially because you know you're walking up to, like, something mm. that's allegedly haunted. But anyway, we go, we get there, and it's, like... Basically, it's like a big building, but it's like stripped down to just like the foundation of it. Yeah. Um, just like the bones of the building, and there's like graffiti everywhere, mm. and it's like just really, really creepy looking. And so we start poking around, and uh, <clears throat> we we go upstairs, and the guys I was with, they thought. Uh, they thought they heard something like the two the two people that were at the front one of them was Eve. <laughs> shout out to Eve. i don't know who the other person was um it may have been chance but it's quite the crew th- you, it was a crew you, it was me Eve chance Eve, uh josh maxfield and colby bullock yeah um and i don't think you know uh, josh or colby but mm. top top lads <laughs> top blokes and uh so uh they thought they heard like something kind of like pitter patter, pitter pattering yeah. on the top, on the on the uh, floor above. I think that was actually like the third floor, and um, so we're all like we're all like hunched together on the staircase, and they're like, we thought we heard something, and then they thought they heard it again, so they were like back down, back down. Yeah. So we all like kind of scurried back downstairs. So that was the first. That was number one, the first instance yeah. where we thought. That was really, really creepy. So we're already like a little bit on edge because we were like, what was that? What, like, what was yeah. out there? And um, so then we go back down to like the main floor. But there's also like a floor below it. But it's kind of like one of those like half things. So when you're on like yeah. the middle floor, you're not really like a whole floor off the ground. But yeah. you're like kind of like half floor off the ground. And uh, 
So we start poking around there, and Ebe was like, <laughs> this dude was like shouting and like was like saying, "No, well, that's just how he talks." Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but he was like taunting whatever was oh, out there. Of course, was like, of course, he was. It ain't nothing like, yeah, of course, uh, of course, come and scare us, like all this stuff, and yeah. like uh, we were. I can see it. A lot of us were like really on edge, but we yeah. uh, so. Uh, at one point, Eve picks up like a rock and throws it to a part that is not lit at all. Like we yeah. can't see what's over there. So it had lights. No, but like the moonlight. What do you mean? Okay. And we also yeah. had like flashlights. Yeah. Um, or I guess we were using our phones or something. Yeah. But there was a part that he threw this rock into that you yeah. couldn't see into it at all. Yeah. And we could have sworn that the rock like came back towards. <laughs> and like I don't think it like yeah. ricocheted off a wall or something. Yeah. But it could have been just like our own paranoia, like yeah. feeding that to where we thought that that happened, and it really didn't. But um, could have sworn the rock like got thrown like back in our direction. Yeah. So that was strike number two, and then simultaneously as that happened, we started to hear this like groaning noise, and it didn't sound human, and it didn't sound like an animal. Yeah. It sounded like. Honestly, nothing I'd ever really heard before. Yeah. And we all heard it. It wasn't just like one of us yeah. was like paranoid off of our butt. Like, yeah. we all kind of corroborated the same noise that we heard. So we all look at each other. And Colby was like frozen in like a panic. Yeah. And it was like freaking out. And we all like, um, we all decided to just like get out of there as soon as possible. Because yeah. we were like, we don't know what's going on. So... The windows are what used to be the windows. Now they're just like kind of like open panes. Yeah. On this like kind of second half floor, we're like wide open. So we all just like made a beeline for the windows and like dove out the windows uh, out into the forest and like sprinted back to the truck. <laughs> and it was Colby's truck that he, that uh, we took over there. And yeah. he was so paralyzed with fear that he couldn't drive. So I had to drive his truck. And we like peeled out of there onto the onto the highway, and then we went yeah. to like some IHOP in Shreveport, and just like that could be equally scary. Could have been, yeah. yeah but that we were already been equally terrifying. Yeah. That could be just as terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> we were already so like so scared yeah. from it. We were just like, what just happened? Like, what did we? That's just That's a good see? story. Yeah, it was the most terrifying. Well, it's something been. about being in the woods at night. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially like especially also being in that kind of place where you know a bunch of bad stuff happened. But I just right. know, like, my experience growing up, like, growing up being in the woods and hunting and things like that, like, yeah. where we would hunt, multiple people have said this. For whatever reason, there's just an uneasy feeling when you're in there at night. Like, mm. that spot, people said they've been in us woods and, like, in the woods and other places at night, and they don't have that same feeling. Like, huh. so, there, and there's nothing that really, those, uh, could, like, happen there. Those Toledo Bend woods hit different. I don't know if it's, like, an Indian burial <laughs> ground. I don't know what's going on, but it's just because you do like walk a little faster at night when you're leaving a deer stand. And we've all like multiple people we were talking about last time I was home with my cousins and my dad and stuff. And we we're just for whatever reason, I don't know what it is because it well also so it has a lot of large hardwoods. Yeah. Like old beech trees and oaks and yeah, things yeah. like that. Like really tall old trees. So it's at night it's like these giant things looming over you. And it's not really like a feeling you're being watched, but it's like something's 
near. It's uneasy. Yeah. Like it's an uneasy feeling. So you're just. I'm telling you, man. Because you just want to like walk as fast as you can to get out of there. Yeah. And I don't. It's it was like that forever. Especially when I started hunting by myself when I got older and like having to walk back by myself. It's like, you know, and it's I. And there's nothing bad that's happened back there. It's just. Just a weird feeling. Something about being in the woods at night. You know, yeah, you know not yeah. being able to see or... And you're kind of had like a double whammy with being in the woods and being in like an old abandoned prison. Yeah. I think that's why we, we were already you're all, so... Your mind's already so any little thing. On edge. Exactly. Because yeah. uh, Chance like any actually... Noise. He went back to it another time with like another group. I've never yeah. been back to yeah. it. But he went back to it and he said... Um, like it was not the same experience at all. They like really? they weren't scared at all. And they like... Yeah poked around and stuff but in that moment oh yeah it was it's still to this day it's the most terrified i've ever been like yeah. in my entire life i remember it. this one isn't really scary but it has a similar situation so one of my friends when i was a kid her birthday was right before halloween and she decided she wanted to do like a haunted hayride kind of deal yeah. For her birthday, I, did, I just I literally just thought about this. This is like a, like an old memory. I think I was in sixth grade. Reaching deep into the files. I was in sixth grade, so they took us on this hayride, all these back roads and stuff, and like she, all their older cousins and like their cousins' husbands and stuff there, and they would all chase. They were all right up next to the hayride on like four wheelers and stuff, like machetes and like yeah, crazy yeah. masks. Like we were little kids, scared us. Well, they take us in their old house our uncle had. Well, of course, the old house has a bunch of scary. So they all pile us in the house. There's a bunch of there's like 15 little kids. And all of a sudden you get in the house and somebody comes out with a chainsaw. Well, of course, we all go bailing off the porch. <laughs> yeah. So, well, on the way back, she has a really long driveway. We get back to her house. It's closer to town. And we're going down the driveway. Well, I'm already like worked up from the night. So we're like, I was like, I want to have some fun. I want to scare some people. So we jump off the back of the trailer when nobody's looking. You know, it's not going very fast. They're kind yeah. of cruising. So me and me and a couple of friends jump off. We're like, all right, we're uh, we're gonna go loop around and scare them. Well, we're not very smart, and they obviously realized we were gone. The adults did, so they told them. They told the chainsaw guy to go find us. Well, we find they, she has this old barn next to her driveway. We're in the old barn trying to come with our game plan to scare them. Yeah. Well, while we're all there huddled. Chainsaw guy comes in there. Oh my gosh! And it's like, <laughs> and we just, just like scatter. That's well, terrifying. the way my friend's house was, so she had her driveway, and it went over this creek bed. She had a creek bed that almost went the entirety of the front of her yard that yeah. went across it, and then her driveway crossed it. Well, it's night. We're panicked. We're running. Well, we all like fall into the creek bed. It's a dry creek bed, <laughs> but the thing is. What her dad does with the creek bed is he fills it full of like limbs. They have a bunch of trees around the house. He filled it full of limbs and, th- and like different things they pick up in their yard and like filled it full of that. Well, we're running and we all fall into this giant pile of limbs in the ground nice. <laughs> and get like scratched to pieces. <laughs> like, my, like one guy, the guy's was he had one from like he had like a Joker just like cut on his like <laughs> like his like corner of his mouth going up his cheek. Yeah. So we all come back to the party and we're all like scratched up and bloody. And we're like, the chainsaw got chased us. Happened, y'all. It's just one of those weird memories from Halloween yeah. and it was so funny. But uh we thought we were gonna scare them and then they it got tables got turned on us. Also that night they gave us glow sticks and they had like a little dance when we got back to our house or whatever. They're playing music. And I was standing there like fiddling with my glow stick and I bent it and it like like it exploded like all over this girl's back like the glow stuff. <laughs> so isn't her, it isn't it hot? I don't know, but no. she didn't notice. I didn't tell her. Oh, okay. 
but like her whole back was glowing because she was like covered in that stuff. <laughs> I was like too scared to tell her. I was like, Ugh. so I just kind of like walked off. I just like, like threw the stick away and like walked because I was just sitting like playing with it and it bent and just I just noticed it all went all over her back. <laughs> so she, her whole back was like glowing and uh, I just never said anything. I just walked off. That's but, awesome. Uh, that was just a funny one when I was a kid. But yeah, it's a uh, well, just being at night and you, you you hear things. I mean, seriously, some animals can make some god awful noises. Yeah. I mean, there's certain birds and just different. You'd be surprised the noises they can make. Yeah. yeah. And they sound absolutely terrible, and they can scare you. So. The the chainsaw guy reminds me of. Um, do you remember on Union Board when we started doing that uh, tech or treat event? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of after. It was after your time. Yeah, yeah. The very first one, me and Court had to, or pretty much got stuck with making the haunted trail for it that we did yeah. through Hideaway Park. Yeah. So the first time we I think I went out event, there when y'all were working on it oh or something. Gosh, and was, I was like, Ugh. It was such a pain in the ass. And I actually, yeah. we were so, I was so in the zone because we were trying to, it was, it was a pretty last minute thing. Yeah. We were, I was so in the zone trying to get it, like make sure everything was going yeah. well, like on the day of that I f- had forgotten that I left like my phone and keys and wallet on the yeah. table where like basically the line started yeah. and someone straight up stole my wallet from the <laughs> and I had like $200 in cash because oh, I was terrible. working as a waiter yeah you had your tips yeah I had tips in there I was so that's I was terrible so that's mad. a bad Halloween memory oh yeah it's honestly the scariest thing that's ever happened to me on Halloween <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, getting your getting your money stolen is yeah that's not very fun uh but anyway uh the chainsaw guy reminds me of so, you know those little, like, gazebos they have? Not really gazebos. Yeah, little, like, little patio. Like, little patio not patios. I don't know what I'm trying to like say. Like awnings or yeah. whatever that they have in Hideaway Park. We wrapped all those. And uh, basically, like, the trail would go from, like, awning to awning. Yeah. And we wrapped them with tarp and, like, made a little scary little, like, yeah. maze through them. And there was just, like, a bunch of jump scares and stuff. And, yeah. Um, it was actually pretty, it was a pretty cool, like, DIY little trail. Uh, but uh, when you, when the people that were walking the trail would come out of one of the gazebos, or one of the yeah. awnings, whatever you call them, um, we had a guy uh, just, like, brought his chainsaw <laughs> that was working it and would yeah. just, like, run up behind people and, like, rev a chainsaw. Yeah. And I was just sitting there, like, watching people come oh, out of yeah. it, like, for a while, and they were... It was a one hundred percent scare rate. <laughs> it Dude, scared everyone that came. I out just of I just thought of a really funny, scary story, but it wasn't around Halloween. It's okay. It's not around Halloween, but it is just a scary. Yeah, I mean, but hey, so when I worked scary when I worked at the camp I worked at over the summers in college in Vicksburg, there was this grave there for this. I don't even remember why there was a grave there, but it was a full, <laughs> like this giant gravestone with like Mary, like Mary Ellen, or like it was like Mary something. It was like a double name. Yeah. Don't remember. Well, of course, when you're at a camp like that, you always have ghost stories you tell the kids, you know, whatever. I know. Uh, I, I'm going to put a pin in something for, uh, I also, I got something after you finished the yeah. story. It was a camp scary thing. So, so we were always telling the kids, <laughs> and it was a typical like lady ghost story, like white, long white gown. Hair like dark hair over face, just stands there and stares. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was a, uh, I guess they called them floaters, but essentially I was like a janitor for the camp. Like you rode around, fixed stuff, you cleaned up after meals, maintenance and, guy, like mop yeah. things like that. It's kind of maintenance deal. And uh, 
What and if you listen to this, you plan on working camp, that's actually a great gig because you don't have to. You're not responsible for children, <laughs> and you get to get all the perks of working at a camp. Yeah, we and had you don't... very different jobs at camp. Yes, <laughs> like yeah, like I rode around on a golf cart most of the day, set up games for the kids, and at night I could do whatever I wanted. Yeah, that is pretty true. But uh, so we got through late one night, and we it was me and the assistant director of the camp, the guy I was pretty good friends with, and we were just you know hanging out, BSing. And uh, we're right down by the uh, like the like the cafeteria part, and it's it's down this bottom next to these big ponds, and then up the hills like where all the cabins are, and there's a big flagpole. We've been sitting there BSing a while, just kind of talking about what's going on and uh, you know how the week's been going. And all of a sudden, I look up and I see this figure in a full white gown, <laughs> long dark hair like all the way over her face, just looking down. And I start going, you know, my my friend's name was Sam. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like stirred. I was like, Sam, Sam, Sam. He's like, he's like, look at this one. He's like, look up. He's like, what? He's like, oh my God. Oh my God. So we both start having like panic attacks. We're like, oh. And then we see her start moving. And we're like, oh my God. Oh, what is happening? We're like, we were so scared because we've been telling these stories for weeks now. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing. And it looks exactly like from the story. Well, eventually, then we kind of like, we see her hands and she has a cell phone in her hands. Well, it turns out it was this Chinese foreign exchange camp counselor. They signed her. They signed up for some program. This camp did. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they send like like a, like someone from another country comes and works at a camp. Well, it was this. And then they get to go on like a tour after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We had two people. Like it that. was her name was May, and we finally realized that it was May because she had like that long jet black hair and she wore like this white nightgown at night. And she, she wasn't was even like, trying to scare y'all. No, she was just like. <laughs> She went and got by the the flagpole because she like that was one of the places you could get like pretty good cell service and she was trying to call home or something. Yeah, and she was just standing there on her phone and we couldn't see her phone, but her with her hair like so when she was looking down, her hair was like down and she had that white gown on. Yeah, and it scared the absolute <laughs> shit out of us. That that's probably the scariest I've ever been. That's because we were just so amped up. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh. We had a very different policy on telling scary yeah, stories. Yeah, I don't even think we were supposed to either. We, yeah, we were, we were not allowed to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're not really supposed to scare the children. Yeah. Oh, when, well. When <laughs> Kids these days, participation trophies and all. Yeah. But they did have, there was a story that would go around like with the counselors. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know the validity of this, but there are some people that I worked with at camp that had like, been working there for a while or had gone there as kids that like yeah vouch 100 percent for this but uh apparently they used to host over the summer like a week-long camp for and this is really messed up but terminally ill kids yeah i've heard of those yeah. kind of camps yeah and apparently they used to host one at olympia um i don't know when but like way before i was working yeah there, um in college and allegedly, a kid like died while they were at the camp. Yeah. And um, so they say like uh, there's been like kind of like a legend that's passed down that the kid like haunts the cabin that he was staying in. Yeah. And it's like so there's like a all the cabins are on like a loop basically, mm -hmm. and there's this one there's this two, uh, like one little cabin that's. In, right in like the middle of the loop yeah. it's, it's right on the lake too 
uh, I can't remember what it's called, but um, that that's the cabin in question. And the, yeah. the ghost, they call it Spirit Child. And they say that they say that <laughs> Spirit Child every once in a while, if you are if you are uh, like staying in yeah. those cabins, you can see they have tether balls outside all the cabins. Yeah. They say you can see like the tether ball like move really? like moving on the pole. Yeah. Um, and I one guy said that one time he was walking from the trail to that cabin to like the main part of camp, and yeah. he saw like a kid, and he was going up to approach him to say like. Hey, like, are you where you're supposed to be? So he like yeah. goes after this kid, and the kid just like vanished. Like he like, he, like turned Ooh. around, and the kid was like gone. And so there were a couple of counselors that were like 100% like had an encounter with, yeah. with spirit child or something. Spirit child. Yeah. Think him of a better name. <laughs> it was pretty funny though. <laughs> spirit child. But uh, one term, I was staying in those cabins, and like. Uh, the break in between terms, like when kids go home mm-hmm. and then like the next day kids will come. Uh, I ended up sleeping in that cabin alone and yeah. I was terrified because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have a, an encounter spirit. with spirit child. Yeah. I was so, so scared. Just like standing over your bed. Yeah, for real. That's a good ghost story though. I mean, it's pretty harmless. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, well, like... We told, we would I don't tell like the lame, kids I don't like lame it. ghost stories. Like, I think the one... At Tech, like the Howard Auditorium ghost. You know what I'm talking about? Like they say it's haunted mm. at Howard Auditorium or something. I, I've never heard that. And like the only thing, they say the only thing it does is like, you'll go in there and one seat will be down. Like something's sitting in the seat. Mm. Like that's it. That's the extent of the ghost. What a lazy ghost. Yeah, that's... Like all you do is say... Like if I was a ghost, I would cause all kinds of problems. Oh, yeah. I would be a problem. I would be a... Yeah. No offense to you, ghost, but I'm, I'm built different. I'm built different. <laughs> I'll be an absolute menace as a ghost. I'll be moving the furniture around, oh, knocking yeah. stuff off shelves, just causing all kinds of mis- like problems. Yeah, I would be going ham. But, I don't know. <clears throat> Scary stories. Hello? Who's there? Wait, is that? Is that Seth? Oh my... Seth! Work, work, all week long, punching that clock, dust till dawn, counting the days to Friday night, that's when all the conditions are right for a good time. I need a good time. Yeah, I've been working all week and I'm tired, I don't want to sleep, and I want to have fun, it's time for a good time. Oh, I need a good time. I've been working all weekend. I'm tired. 